This is Late Afternoon Gaming playing Curse of Strahd, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition module. It's session 11, and we're continuing with the villain story in Valaki. Next episode, we should be returning to the main cast. Enjoy. Uh, okay, who wants to summarize the last session? I'll do it, I guess. Oh, great. Go ahead, Jack. So, it was, it was a villain session. We're doing part two. We, similar to the first villain session, Strahd gave us a, a mission. We had just left Velaki, and we're heading west, and tried to enter a house that we, you know, we, we saw somebody walking, they entered a house, we followed because we thought it might be interesting. We're not able to enter, and Strahd arrived and said, oh, that's, that's not for you, this is like another trap that I have laid for unwary travelers, so... I guess we can look forward to that on our main characters, but then he gave us another mission. He wanted us to uh, basically ruin the uh, the Baron's day, so we're heading back to Velaki. So we do that. Uh, on the way, we notice that there's uh, some ravens, I believe. I think it was ravens that are just like big, big ass ravens, big ass <laughs> ravens that are just like circling above us. So that'll probably come into play at some point. Ravens but, the size of crows. Mm. <laughs> oh no <laughs> so we, we get back into Velaki and we're thinking of ways to ruin the Baron's day and we remember hey tomorrow morning is the festival of the <laughs> rising or blazing sun I can never remember but either way I think it's the blazing, blazing. Sun. Yeah, everyone's going to be there it's his thing the, he, he loves these festivals and he wants everyone else to love them too perfect opportunity to you know, ruin his image. So we were trying to get details. Meanwhile, the town guard is responding to the church fire that we had just caused. And we tried to get in with the guards to get details. Didn't really go that well until Shepard's character, whose name I can't remember. Uh, Sir Darren Grasenby. Right. I was, I was looking at the server, but that's light of dawn. Uh, yeah. So Grasenby sort of took command <laughs> and, and, bullied people into thinking he was in charge, even met with the Baron, and is now sort of like coordinating the response of the of the guards. We also got some info from from other guards by like <laughs> bullying them in some alleys. We bullied uh, Gunther as well, who was on his way to a book club, as it turns out. So that was unnecessary. And then we... Uh, Oh yeah, we got the we got the tiger as well. We <laughs> the, the tiger from the from the carriage, and th that we uh, that was in the courtyard with the uh, with the general store. We moved that towards the square so that we could just release the tiger if we don't come up with any better ideas. We can just <laughs> let this very hungry tiger attack the crowd. That could be fun. <laughs> and the last thing that we were doing was we figure, hey, if we're gonna discredit. Baron, we already know that the Walkers, or at least Lady Walker, is not a big fan of the Baron. Maybe we could coordinate with her. So we had walked over to her house and we're behind it, about to enter the basement, uh, which is going to be hard to do since we're vampires and we haven't been invited in yet. But basically, we're just trying to set things up so that in the morning we can we can rain on this parade. That's essentially the the high notes of what happened. Anybody has any other we, details we they want to toss in? Chanting. We yeah. heard something. Yeah, chanting coming from the Walker house. Yeah, it was, it was very spooky. 
And drums. Drop, mm-hmm. drop the, the deep. The deep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was actually just the house sighing, I believe. Yeah, because it fucking hates it itself hates, so much. It mm-hmm. loathes its own yeah. existence. <laughs> hey, what was that? Real oh, Rick Tavio. That's the name of the guy. Yeah, Rick Tavio is the guy who owns the the tiger. I was trying to remember. Yeah, Ricky T. Yeah, okay, that's so I, I think it's it's nearly morning. I think the day of the Blazing Sun Festival. Mm-hmm. All right. So where are all of you right now? So I'm I, behind I'm the hanging house. out on the side because I I can't I can't be seen doing this as a respected member of the town guard. Okay, no, on the side of Walker Walker's house. But okay, so, so I'm I'm, I'm standing behind back. it. Got it. Okay, so uh, just to to rewind a little bit, um, yeah, you you had uh, harassed Gunther, um, eventually abandoned that and made your way to the Walker house. When you approached the Wachter house, you could hear drums, like a deep bass drum from the cellar, somewhere somewhere under the house in any case, and you could hear uh, chanting. You come around to the side of the house and you can see that there's a you know, an outside cellar access, the kind of thing where it's, it's like the two big doors canted, um, and you opened them, but when you looked down there's a landing on the staircase, and so you can't see... You know, the, the staircase continues down to the left, and you could not enter. And uh, as you stand outside discussing your next move, you see the first feeble, thin rays of gray sunlight uh, start to come over the horizon. I hiss. So, I guess it's probably worth asking the question, what exactly do we expect to get out of this? Like the Walter situation? Yeah, we were we were trying to, I guess, enlist Walter's help. Um, yeah, but what's she going to do on short notice, you know? I mean, it, we're establishing contact, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm... <clears throat> yeah, uh, this, this seems frustrating. Maybe we should just kind of wait for her to come out and then grab her. Oh, <laughs> that's not really conducive to good teamwork. Hey, we just kidnapped you. You want to help us out? Uh, I would say... I mean, like, you know, we got to show our strength. So here's or something like that. Here's my take. We already have the perfect plan in the form of a saber tooth tiger, and I don't I don't know that we really need anything more than that. I think we should just head back and get ready to to release the tiger, and I'll pop down some smoke clouds throughout the crowd to increase the chaos. We just just do that. Sounds okay. Do we do we know what time this is kicking off? Yeah, just in the morning. I'm okay. sure. If, I'm sure it's. When the sun's up, which since it's Barovia is fucking never, but we can we could just hang out by the by the wagon in the shade. Uh, okay, so sounds good. Yeah, I could use a nap anyway. Quick quick note, Duncan, you had referenced it back when we did our first villain session of how basically, and, and maybe I'm misremembering, like we can kind of we have some freedom of movement during the day because. You know, this this realm is basically built for vampires to be able to do whatever they want, so being out during the day isn't that bad. Is that true, or am I misremembering? You're right. Sweet. So, uh, as if on cue, as you're having this conversation, you begin to hear the din of the crowd beginning to form towards the center of town, which is not that far away from you. Duty calls. I'm moving right. to the square. Yeah, we're so we got ahead. We're north of the square currently. We parked right. the wagon to the southeast of it. Because that was the shortest path from the the courtyard where the wagon originally was, so we gotta kind of loop yeah. around there. Okay, I'll uh, I'm gonna go stand by the cart. Oh, one of you two signal me when it seems like an appropriate time to 
release the saber tooth tiger. All right. That'll have to be. That'll that'll have to be Walker. I'll I'll be busy. <laughs> I have duties now. Yes. <laughs> Responsibilities. I'll be keeping the peace. I'll need to keep my pension. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, as, as you guys start to move into position, you realize that um, today looks particularly unpleasant. Like looking at the sky, the clouds are pretty dark. Um, it is ironically one of the least sunny days since you've been here, and that's saying something. Nice day out today, huh? Beautiful. It's perfect. So let me uh, let me illustrate or give the the flavor text for the town square again, just so you guys remember. So, the shops and homes that enclose the town square are decorated with limp, tattered garlands and painted wooden boxes filled with tiny dead flowers. At the north end of the square stands a row of stocks, locked in, oh, excuse me, locked in which are several men, women, and children wearing crude plaster donkey heads. In the center of the square, peasants in patchwork clothes eye you suspiciously as they use cups and vases to draw water from a crumbling stone fountain. Standing tall at the center of the fountain is a gray statue of an impressive man facing west. All around the square are posted proclamations, come one, come all, to the greatest celebration of the year, the festival of the blazing sun. Attendance and children required, rain or shine. All will be well, Baron. And I've got another one to read. Um, oh, never mind. So, wh- how how are you guys getting set up? Who's going where? And what routes are you taking? I am going to try to be on a roof so that I can A, signal, and B, have good line of sight to properly place my, uh, as it happens, only one smoke cloud. It's a concentration spell, so I can only do one of them. Okay, so you are on a roof overlooking the square? Yeah, probably on the east side. Okay. How how big is the square? Like, the crowds, what, what kind of bunching are we looking at? It is pretty bunched. I mean, total, it's probably about a thousand people. Okay. Um, and the square is, it's pretty packed. And you can, like, a lot of people are standing in alleys and in the streets leading up to this. Like, it's, it's whatever kind of spectacle is going to happen here, it's clear that many of them are not going to see it. And, and this is kind of a dangerous crowd situation. The square itself is not actually a square. It's more triangular with this uh, statue in the middle. And it's probably, you know, the sides of the triangle are, call it 150 feet. It's not that big. Ooh, I like that. So my, who cast it at second level, my smoke cloud has a radius of 40 feet. So... okay. I can I can block off a good part of this. I'm, I'm excited about it. Nice. So I am on, uh, just for your purposes, I'm going to say that I try to be on this. Oh, that's that's a very large cursor. <laughs> no, but I, I can see where your mouse is. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so this, you this are... This longer one. So you're really sort of just southeast. south. Yeah. Yeah. South, southeast. Okay, got it. Um, and I believe that it was right behind that building that the wagon is parked. Yeah, I think I think we have the wagon like right here. Okay. So we yeah, we're it's near the square, obscured by a couple of buildings. I'm on lookout and I'm communicating with Zerkak. Like All right. You know, he can and look give, at me and I can just wave at him. Give me a stealth check. Okay. You're a ranger, you should be good at that. I am quite good at it. I have a plus eight. Seventeen. Okay. So you're this is a um this is like a two story Kind of like an old 
German-style house, you know what I mean? Um, and it has a, uh, like, it's got a peaked roof, and you're able to stay on the back side of it, so no one in the square would be able to see you, but kind of poke your head up near one of the chimneys, and uh, get a very, very good look at the square from there. Okay. Is All it right. obvious, just looking at the square, where the Baron is going to be standing? Is there a stage? Um, there isn't, but guards are keeping a uh, central area of the square around the statue clear for now, and it looks like they're standing around waiting for something. Ah, I see. Okay. Uh, Nerf, where are you? So I am I'm right next to our wagon, which I think was right here. Got it. Okay, so you are behind the house, opposite the square. Yes. Okay. Um, Shepard. <laughs> so, like, next... Oh, yeah. right, go ahead, Nerf. I was, I was gonna say I, th- I think I'm either w- one or two houses away from where uh, Walker is, and I'm just standing by the front of the wagon waiting for Walker's signal to release the beef. Sure. And what what is the signal? You'll know it when you see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so the signal is, and this is something that I guess we probably would have discussed because we were already talking about the smoke cloud. I'm gonna drop the smoke cloud, and I guess I'm just gonna drop it centered on the statue. And it's going to cover a big chunk. People are going to start freaking out, and that'll be audible. And then you uh, okay. unleash they- the unleash the tiger, and just kind of make sure that the door is pointed towards the screams, and hopefully that takes care of itself. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'll be waiting to see smoke then. Okay, or hear panic. Mm-hmm. Shepherd. So I'm going to be patrolling the square, uh, you know, as the the new captain of the guard. <laughs> so, um, uh, kind of. Hands clasped behind back, um, you know, just a big smile, of course, because you know all will be well and all that. But mm-hmm. um, I'm rolling around, just I'm looking around to see if there's anything worth sabotaging or you know things that I can get my guards to do or something. But I'm I'm out in the open, <laughs> like put wagons covering the paths leading out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really Stuff trap like everybody that. in here. Like you move, yeah. move that wagon there. <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, so you wait, and after a few minutes, under threatening skies, a parade of unhappy children dressed as flowers trudges through the muddy streets to the southwest, (laughs) and you can see the crowd part to make room for them. Uh, And they're leading the way for a group of sorry-looking men and women carrying a ten-foot diameter wicker ball. The burgomaster and his smiling wife who hold a sad bouquet of wilting flowers, follow the procession on horseback. As weary spectators watch from their stoops, the ball is borne to the town square. There, uh, some of the guards pull a scaffolding um, from a nearby alley. Uh, it's about 15 feet high, and this, uh, this wicker ball is hoisted up onto it, and surrounding townsfolk take turns splashing it with oil. But before the wicker sun can be set ablaze, the sky tears open in a sudden downpour. All will be well, cries the burgomaster as he brandishes a sputtering torch and marches defiantly through the rain toward the wicker ball, only to have his torch go out as he thrusts it into the sphere. I, I run up to him and say, I've got you, sir, and I cast firebolt on the, on the torch to light it again. So... You are successful. What, you cast Fireball? 
No, Fire, fire Bolt. Fire okay, bolt. okay, got it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I kill everybody. So as as you go to help him with this, um, and it relights the torch, the Baron just looks at you. He stares at you, frozen, and a singular laugh erupts from the crowd, and everything stops. Uh-oh, is, is magic not allowed here? And the Burgomaster whips around and looks at a... His, his eyes focus on a guard who immediately clamps a hand over his own mouth. And for a few uh, moments, everyone is frozen. Uh, I, once, you know, torch lit, I run over to this, this guy and uh, I punch him in the face. The Burgomaster points at this man, at this guard, and, and then looks at you and says, Arrest him. On it, sir. You know, take care of the ceremony, leave this to me, and then I, I march off with this guy. At this point, his torch has gone out again. I, I, sh- I shoot a firebolt at the uh, the wicker sun. Uh, it catches a blaze behind the Burgomaster, who's no longer paying attention to it, as he watches you uh, arrest this guard. What do you do? Yeah, I, 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 I take the manacles from the guy's own belt, slap him on it, and, and start ushering him away, out of sight. So the Burgomaster says, take some rope and lash him behind my horse. Oh, okay, and so I was about to say, I feel really bad for the Burgomaster, because it seems like he's really trying to keep his people's spirits up, and we're just fucking him over. Uh, but all of a sudden, I don't feel so bad for him anymore. <laughs> so this is good. <laughs> so the, the guard See, goes... Ultimately, though, he's, he's, playing in, like, he's playing into our hands by trying to destroy morale in his own town. The guard goes very pale, um, and, and starts quivering, and says, Sir, I... I, I didn't mean it. And the Burgomaster says, You insist on taking joy from others, but I will force you to provide it. And uh, he looks pointedly at you and says, Lash him behind my horse. Uh, I do so. Okay, so how, how do you have him rigged up back there? Uh, I just, so I've got his hands manacled. I just tie the rope to the, uh, to the manacles, and then I, I tie the rope to... Uh, you know, the the handle on the horse's saddle. And th- and then I slap the horse's ass and he goes running away, dragging this poor guard with him. I guess it's worth asking, because obviously, you know, sensibilities may be different than what we're used to. Does the crowd seem enthused about this, or are they disquieted? They are mute. They're smiling, though, I bet. <laughs> okay, yeah. um, there there are some kind of sick, forced smiles. Maybe some that aren't forced. Um... But the the whole place is silent except for the the loud clopping of horse hooves on the cobblestone and the screams of this guard uh, as uh, he begins just being scraped over the stone. I use thaumaturgy to amplify my voice and shout "Smile" to everybody. Uh, so you get a reaction. I mean, it, there's like a kind of a ripple to this as people don't expect it. But uh, for the most part, people don't move. And the, the horse is freaked out by this load behind it that's making all this noise. And it's freaked out by the crowd. And so it is turning every which way. It almost steps on the guard um, and ultimately turns back the way it came in and runs southwest. All right. As it exits the square, I am going to cast Fog Cloud centered on the... 
statue at with a second level slot and so that's going to be a 40 foot radius cloud of opaque fog okay as he sees the fog beginning to billow out Zerkak gleefully turns so, and real quick before you do that the Wachter brothers arrive uh, they sneak around one of the houses and you see them appear next to the wagon oh oh did they already <laughs> have this plan <laughs> I guess somebody already moved the wagon for us hmm interesting are you hiding Zerkak or are you just out in the open with the wagon I would have been, I mean, I would have been hiding from the square, not from behind. Okay. So, as long as I'm out of view of the square. I, okay, yeah, so the, the, the Walker brothers walk up and they go, Who are you? <clears throat> Just a guy. Beat it. Your worst nightmare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stick around and find out. Uh, make an intimidation check. So while, while this is happening, you, you start hearing a lot of noise, uh, confused mutterings, and a few screams from the square. Ooh, that's, that's a, a That's a good roll. Oh, they turn around and leave. <laughs> oh, fuck that shit. <clears throat> that guy really is my worst so, nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I say, stick around and find out. And they leave, and I turn around and see the, the fog billowing up, and I go, oh boy, here it comes. And I, uh, I cut the lock off with my glaive. Okay. The saber-tooth tiger bolts out of this... Uh, As it runs out i'm gonna try to give it uh a slap on the back and say happy hunting and cast heroism oh my god on the saber (laughs) nice let's see a willing creature you touch is imbued with bravery until the spell ends it's immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to your spellcasting ability modifier at the start of each oh it keeps gaining them yeah so every round it's gonna gain Plus three temporary hit points. Nice. Okay. So for for a minute, as this, as it runs, and it runs like straight into the fog. Um, you hear, and this is a good sound effect exercise. You hear like just this tiger growling uh, loudly, and people screaming, and then you you hear a voice saying, "No, don't worry. He uh, he doesn't eat human beings." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, do not be alarmed, good people. Uh, Zerkak is gonna like run to the edge. He has never tasted a lucky flesh. He's gonna gonna climb on top of the nearest building and just sit back and watch and enjoy. Walker climbs over and gives him a high five. Yeah. So you hear, as he's saying that, um, you hear like, <laughs> like this uh, chomping <laughs> sounds like bones are snapping. Another scream that abruptly gets cut off, and uh, Rictavia goes, Ugh. and then um, <laughs> you see a small, a compact, lithe figure uh, dart from the fog and begin heading uh, southeast towards the stockyard. Hmm. That was probably him casting disguise self on himself. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Well, <laughs> that's fine. So, uh, do we? I guess our vantage point isn't really that great because we're all, we're all on one side of the fog cloud. Uh, do we have any idea what's going on with the Baron or the Burgomaster? I guess. Yeah, that, that was going to be my thing. Is I, where, as the captain of his guard, I want to ensure the safety of my charge. Right, so, the Burgomaster, you think, is somewhere in the cloud. Um, it's. There are hundreds of people in there. Um, and so you have not been able to pick out a voice. Um, 
But he's I in there. I use thaumaturgy to say, to shout, like, Baron to me! Uh, just so he knows, he can follow my voice. Okay. Um, and where are you standing? Uh, I figure I was on the, I was near where the horse was, so I guess on the west side or wherever. Okay, but you're in the fog. I mean, well, how big is the fog cloud? It's 80 it's 40 feet, feet. Yeah, 40 feet anywhere oh. from the statue. Right. Then, yeah, then I was probably somewhere in it, but near the edge. Okay. Um, so, looking around, it's it's absolute chaos. Um, you, you can see, you know, within a couple feet of your yourself, um, and you, you don't see the bird. Right, yeah, so I'm shouting for him to come to me. No, no, no I, I, I understand. Um, but it's just, you, there are people running around, people uh, falling on the ground. You can hear this, this saber-toothed tiger, extremely energetic, apparently. Um just bounding through this crowd, heroic growling, even. just breaking <laughs> yeah, people might in say half. Heroic. <laughs> um, and uh, after um, what seems like a long time, the Baron, holding the hand of his wife, runs up to you. Okay, and I, I uh, take their hand and I just kind of, uh, if I was able to maintain any kind of spatial awareness, I just lead them away from the center of the fog. Okay. Um, and uh, just try to get them out. Yeah, um, make a survival check. Okay. <laughs> can you can you discern the cries of the Super Thuth mm-hmm. Tiger and figure out which direction that's mm-hmm. going? Yeah, I want to go away from that. That'll be a nine. Okay, uh, you start heading uh, the fog. in it's a direction there. that you, you think is uh, out of the fog, um, but you bump into the statue. Okay, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Agnazar's Scorcher to create a wall of fire around us. Okay. So that is just like a circular... Let me... It's one of those ones where you create like a... Uh... It's like a line, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a line. Uh, 30 feet long and 5 feet wide. Um, <laughs> You're going to crisp up some townspeople. <laughs> to torch half yeah. the crowd. No, so what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to cast it just in a direction away from the uh, from the fountain. So if the, that should lead me all the way out if I'm going from the center of the fountain out. Right. of this circle, I can just follow this line of fire. So I create a line of fire and say, this way, and then I just lead them out. Okay. Yeah, that works. Um, it has been about 45 seconds. So, um, Walker, how, how long is he going to keep this fog up? Uh, once I... Uh, well, I guess if they're, if they're sort of heading west, which they probably would be if they bumped into the statue and then basically about-faced, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to see him leave. I would. You would see the fire rip out out the other side, though. That's true. Okay, so once I see that, I'm gonna say, okay, that's (laughs) that's probably Sir Darren Grasenby. I'll keep it up for another ten seconds or so, and then probably let things play out. All right, you see the fire cease, and uh, Grasenby leave the fog with the Baron and, and the Baroness in tow. Okay, then I'll release the spell, and the fog will begin to uh, dissipate naturally. Okay, so as that happens, you can see that this has been absolutely devastating. Between the horse freaking out, and the just the crush of the crowd, and the tiger that caused more of a crush, um, a lot of people are down. You know, no, no telling from where you are how many are... Um, are dead, but you are overwhelmed with the smell of blood. Uh, and can I? Can I? Am I gonna be? Can I grab? Can I try to grab somebody close to the edge and kind of bring him to the alley for a little snack? 
Yeah, so all of you make a... I'm trying to remember what this fucking skills are. Make a wisdom check. Oh Actually, check. You, you know what? I'll, I'll make a constitution saving throw. Oh. Um, not not Shepard. Okay. Oh. <laughs> One. I got a 14. Um, so a seven for Zerkak. Okay, so... Wait. Um, Zerkak, you cannot help yourself. Um... Like no stealth at all, you just fly out into that square and grab the closest body. <laughs> Does the Baron see that? No, no, this is this is behind him, but some people in the crowd do and they freak the fuck out. Okay, hey, that's good. <laughs> um, so I, I want to... Is the Sabertooth Tiger still alive? The Sabertooth Tiger is not only still alive, it looks like it's having the time of its life. Okay, I want to... Uh, is the... Is the wife's horse still here? You do not know where the wife's horse is. Okay. Um, I just tell the Baron and his wife to run. I say, run, get back to your house, lock the door. I'll take care of this. And I, I, I draw my sword and it, it goes red with fire. Okay, well, they do run. Um, looking around, you can see that the, the guards performed no better in this panic than just your average townspeople who are as best they can, radiating out from the square. Um, maybe heading back to their homes, maybe somewhere else, but they're, you know, they're trying to leave as quickly as possible, but it's not quickly enough for the people in the center. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't want to take too much action until the, uh, the, like, it looks like the the tiger's, like, done. Okay. Um, by the time you are able to push your way past, you know, people who are, are running away and don't don't have the space to avoid you. Um, you get to the square, you see Zerkak kneeling over a body just in, in broad daylight um, going to town. Uh, what, what's Swipe Walker him. doing? Uh, was a 14 enough to prevent me from... Oh, yes. 14 was enough for you to maintain control of yourself. Okay, I'm hanging back and I have my... Uh, my ranged weapon, whatever it is, my heavy crossbow out and loaded, just at the ready in case something comes up, but I'm just watching from the rooftop. Okay. Uh, you see Sir Darren Grasby stride back into the square um, as most of the, pretty much everyone ambulatory has fled. A few people are kneeling over the, the bodies of their loved ones, uh, but Sir Darren Grasby strides back into the square, sword ablaze, um, and the Sabertooth tigers on the north side of the square devouring the corpse of a child. Nice. Very um, cool. Okay. Uh, well, it's done its job, so I think I'm gonna try to kill it. Okay. Um, but no, it's it's so cute and fluffy. How close are you going to get to? Um, I guess I'll I'll start off with a, another uh, with a spell. I'll, I'll hit it with a firebolt. Okay. So from across the square, you're throwing a firebolt at it. Uh, yeah, as I approach it. Sure. Give me a roll. Sorry, just give me a hard time. Just give me a roll. Okay. I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> just roll. Just give me a roll. 18 to hit. That'll hit. For 16 fire damage. Okay. Has so a, I, has I'm walking more than forward, a... you know, my flaming sword uh, held, and then I just hold out my left hand with my finger gun and just mm -hmm. fire a laser at this guy. Sure. And it explodes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. oh, my. <laughs> You get to use that grenade sound effect again. gives out a wail. <laughs> Do you then go over and continue eating the body of the child? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know why I let it go to waste? <laughs> Guys, I genuinely feel bad about doing this. Well, how come? He's just trying to help his townspeople. Yeah, but he's somewhat ineffective at it, so yeah, that, that justifies that literally any action that yeah, we take. Yeah, so we uh, should just kill them. Well, who is this? Light of Dawn or Sir Darren Grazin? Yeah, that's that's another thing. He's like, yeah, this isn't. <laughs> hey, Light of Dawn was was pro regime because he thought it was probably better than not having it. Sir Darren Grazin, doesn't care because he's evil. Yeah, that's true. Our characters were instilled some... with a hatred of all life, so. But I, Jack, feel bad about what we've done here today. I'm not happy about it. I think it was relatively successful. I, I, I gotta ask what, what you thought was gonna happen. Oh, it succeeded. I'm just saying <laughs> that I feel bad about it. Okay, well, that's fine. Are you shouting uh, at him up on the roof? I'm not shouting at anybody. No, we're, we're having... We're, we're metagaming right now. Oh, we're, you're metagaming? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. okay, no, I understand. <laughs> um, okay, so I've... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm the hero once again. Not only did I light the... Uh, light the sun but then i also killed the uh hmm. killed the threat so really um right oh yeah so just you know, i guess I, next next election season the you know very better watch his back so to paint a pretty picture here you're standing in a square full of corpses there's a lone sobbing voice of a young mother bent over her her young child whose arm is missing um, uh, and i'm patting myself on the back there's saying, the exploded corpse of a saber-toothed tiger Rain is pouring, and there's a, like, smoking husk of a wicker sun uh, sizzling in the middle as Zerkak just... And this, this is actually a good opportunity to use six-pack dirty shirt mouth noise. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Uh, I feel it worth mentioning at this point. I'm not doing sound effects for this episode. That's an adventure league thing. Everyone, everyone should do what they think that sound effect is again. Right. Yeah. If all of our listeners could, wherever you are right now, you know, on the bus or in your car, or, um, you know, in a meeting at work, if you could just make that noise. Uh, so, is there really only one lone person that's still alive uh, in the square? Yes. I'm gonna go up and bite her. God. <laughs> okay. She doesn't even put up a fight. Mm-hmm. I, I drink her dry, and then wife. Well, I'm like, man, what a great day! And it's only like you know, ten thirty a.m. or something. Zerkak is gonna turn to Walker and be like, oh, excuse me, how, how rude of me. Here, would you like some? Uh, Walker enthusiastically joins. Uh, I walk up to your two characters after a few moments and say, uh, I need to go report to the Baron and tell him mission accomplished. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, let us know how that uh, goes. Yeah, why don't you two follow up on that guy who ran away? He seemed interesting. Yeah, that's true. We can. Uh, we're, so we're heading back to the courtyard that originally held the carriage, I suppose. Yes, from what Let's he was it. saying, it sounded like that might have been his tiger. Well, I mean, the carriage isn't there anymore, though. Well, sure, but yeah, he didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I guess ago. we can. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Okay, yeah, let's go uh, investigate. Yeah. We should also probably think about taking a you know a longer type of rest at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're vampires. I don't yeah. even know if that's necessary. Yeah, well, spells lots. <laughs> I'm, out, I'm, out, I'm out of first level spells. Oh, understood. Uh, and uh, I got I got one second, so. All right. We'll meet up later. Yeah. All right, so Walker's heading east, presumably not alone, but we're going to hunt down this mysterious man who ran away that might be Rictavio. Yeah, and I'm going to the Baron's house. Okay. Um, so let's handle the guys going east first. All right, so that's us then. So, Walker, you come down off the roof, um, and uh, you and Zerkak start moving 
uh, northeast up to the main road um, and head towards Erisic Stockyard, which is where you saw this figure uh, running. What do you want to do? So um, head on the swivel. I am looking for this guy, and I don't know if I have any spells that would be useful to me. Okay, so at this point, visibility is low just because of how hard it is raining. And mm-hmm. although you hear some splashing and distant shouting and stuff like that, you, you actually haven't seen anyone since you left the square. It looks like everyone there tried to get as far away as fucking possible. And as you pass some of these houses, you can tell that there are people inside because you can sense it. Um, mm-hmm. But, it I mean, it looks like people are hunkering down. Yeah, fair play. Uh, yeah, if I thought about it, I would have cast Hunter's Mark on the guy when I saw him running away, but it's too late for that. Okay, so I guess we'll just, if we're not seeing anybody in the streets, and why would we? I'm guessing the, since he took the roads, which I believe are cobbled, there's no tracks that we can follow, and even if they right. were, they'd probably be, it, it's it's a mess of tracks with all the people leaving, so that's not going to get us anywhere. Right, so he, he darted out through an alley um, back here to the south and then looped up to the road. So you, you do see tracks up through this point. Sure, but once it hits that point, we got Once it hits the road, you lose him. Yeah. Okay, so we'll head to the stockyard, or at least I will, and see sure. if there's anything in, like, the coffin shop or in the general store. I, I know that. Investigation checks. Investigation. Let's investigate. Mm. All right, good start. Mm, that's a two. <laughs> okay, well, you, you give it a pretty thorough look. Um, but not only is there a ton of shit here, just piled up crates, um, and, uh, like, basically little warehouses with, you know, stuff piled up in them. Um, y- you can see probably about ten feet in front of you, and it's so loud. Uh, y- you don't see him. Okay, fair enough. Um... Well, I don't think it's a huge loss. We did what we came here to do. I think it's safe to say that we ruined his day. Probably ruined his next yep. several it's days. Success. Yeah. Yep. Let's head to an alley near the Burgomaster's house. That way, once Sir Darren Grasenby's done, we can meet back up with him. I don't think there's anything left for us to do here. Sounds good. All right. Wasn't there like an abandoned house right next to the Burgomaster's house that we hunkered down in before? There was, but we didn't make plans to regroup there, so I don't know that it's a good idea to stay there, because we'll probably just stay separated in that case. Okay, okay, sure. So we'll head we'll head west. Okay. Shepard, you're up. Is there is there any running water as we're heading back? Uh, there's just a lot of water <laughs> falling out of the sky. Mm-hmm. You die instantly. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be watching out for streams forming. Hmm. Uh-oh. So, Sir Darren Grasenby is moving generally west towards uh, the Bergy Master's house, uh, feeling quite pleased with the events of the day. Um, they had the intended uh, effect, but uh, he feels like he, you know, despite that, has probably done plenty to maintain trust with the Baron. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm rolling over to the Baron's house and I, I want to I wanna have a meeting. Okay, so as you approach the house, um, you note that there is no guard detail. I'll have to fix that later. <laughs> a lot of a lot of men died today, so 
So if there are okay. no guards outside, well, who's going to we'll let need you some in? new recruits. <laughs> oh, I know just the two hey, people. I, I've already been invited in. I want to try and go in and see if it <laughs> Is works. That how that works? Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um. Okay. Um. So I, what I want to do is knock on the door um, loudly and using thaumaturgy to you know amplify my voice so they can definitely hear me. I say, uh, "Sir, ma'am, <laughs> uh, it's Darren Grazenby." Are you all right? May I come in and check on you? So after you do this for a little while, the Baroness opens the door. Uh, uh, she's I... soaked to the skin, looks terrified, and just stares at you, wide-eyed. Um, and uh, so I, I say, may I come in? I need to... I think the fire alarm in my building just went off or something. That's probably fine. Right, whatever. whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I say... Ma'am, are you alright? May I come in? I, w- I want to check on you and make sure that things are okay. She, She's frozen for a second, and then mutely she steps aside and says, Oh, man. Okay, I, I enter. Um, um, I, I, is there like a towel around uh, that I can hand her? Uh, all you see are these bundles of sticks. It looks like most of the bundles were used to make that wicker sun, but there's still a lot mm-hmm. laying around. Um... Okay, I, I want to go... There over. are there are coats hanging up to your right. Is there a fireplace I can see near me? Uh, there is one off to this room on the right. Okay, I, I bring her with me and I, I grab a bundle of sticks. Um, I, I throw the sticks in the fire and just shoot a firebolt at it and say, Please, get warm! <laughs> uh, she nods mutely and stands in front of the fire. Where, where's the Baron? Is he upstairs? Yes. All right, I must speak with him, uh, but, um, like, lock the door just in case. Uh, I don't think there's any more threats right now, but I, uh, the, the guard seems scattered and I need to collect a detail, so just please stay here. Uh, she gives you no indication that she's going to move. Okay, I go upstairs. Okay. Sir? So you go upstairs and you start calling. You don't hear anything, but you can hear a, or you don't hear him, but you can hear a fire crackling in his study. And okay, when I you go over to it and knock on the door. What is it? Sorry, I... it's Darren, sir. Are you all right? Come in. I open the door. As you walk in, um, it's the same grand study that you've seen previously. You know, a lot of books, big desk in the middle, uh, roaring fire behind him, and his two enormous mastiffs flanking him. Uh, and they are uh, mirroring his mood. They are... They look antsy. Um... And when you walk in, they growl. Uh, I don't react. I'm fearless. They don't move towards you, but they they keep growling. And he ignores them and says, Report. Sir, I've, I've slain the beast in the square that was uh, causing all of, all of that trouble. I don't know where it came from, and I'm going to set a, a detail of guards to investigate it after I ensure the security of this house. Are you all right? Yes, I'm fine. All right, sir. Well, my top priority right now, after ensuring your security, is investigating who is responsible for this. Um, know that they will come to justice. I need my horse. I'll find that, too. Now! I, I, I leave. <laughs> uh, w- what I have established is that he still trusts me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> excellent. The fool. Um, so, before I leave, I'm going to check on... Uh, his wife again and just make sure that she's alright. Okay, yeah, she has not moved. 
Um, mm -hmm. And give me a perception check. Uh, I think that's not quite my strong suit with this character. <laughs> Can I not? <laughs> yeah, I'm a minus one to that. Ooh, I got a 19. Natural 20 on the check. Okay, so there was definitely someone moving around upstairs, like in the attic, when you were talking to the Burgomaster. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I'll check that out once I return the guard detail here. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see the, uh, go back to the, um, the wife and say, Ma'am, I'm, I'm going out to, to get the guard detail to maintain security in this place. Please lock the door, but, um, would it be alright with you if I have, you know, free access to the house? I need to, I'm gonna be checking on security pretty often. She nods. Okay, great. Uh, we'll see if that actually does anything, but, um, okay, so I, I want to leave and reconnect with the boys, uh, and then eventually find some guards to put back in, in this house. Yeah, and then the moment he steps out the door, you will be waving from an alley. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I roll on over. So, uh, I think we're all set here. I think we did our you jobs. You think so? I, mean, I don't know. Do you think his day was ruined? Well, his day was ruined. The mission was to make his life hell. I, I a day is, is not not much in terms of a life. I think we may have accomplished that, too. I mean, sure. Uh, I, is there some way we can, like, ask Strahd if we've uh, accomplished <laughs> the mission? Look, I say we just, let's head out. He knows how to find us. I personally, the way things stand now, we ruined his festival. A bunch of his townspeople are dead and they're going to blame him. He looks terrible. Nobody's going to want to go to these festivals anymore. And... The the Walker faction will probably have a a much stronger footing to go after him because now he's got this you know he's got egg on his face his life's going to be terrible if well we need to do more we could we tell these egg. we could tell these Walkers that his house is totally unguarded <laughs> yeah that's true you could do that I haven't I haven't met these people have, did you have a recent interaction with them that I am not aware of uh, no it's just uh. I mean, that was one of the things that we got from the guards, I thought, was that the Walkers don't like the... don't like the Velakovichs. Yeah, I think that's what uh, that shopkeeper said. Yeah, yeah the, the shopkeeper on the way to his book club. So... <laughs> no, the only thing we know about the Walkers is they're, uh... I don't know, very, like, artsy family. They really like their music. That's... Sure. That's cool. Because of the drums. Yeah, yeah, the drums. Well, let's see if we can form, inform them of this, and then, yeah, let's... I guess let's bounce... All right, yeah, that'll be our final fuck you, I guess. Okay, to the to, to Walker House. Is there any other place they might hang out? Not that we would know of. I mean, maybe the Blue Water Tavern. If they're not here, we should check the local watering hole. I'll knock on the front door. Bang, 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 bang. A, one of those, like, little face-sized doors opens up on the main door, and this grizzled servant peers out at you and says, What are you doing? Hey, uh... Some, someone wanted me to tell you there's no guards at the Burgermaster's house right now. Very well. Okay, I'll see you later. He snaps Bye. the door shut. Mission accomplished. <laughs> did, did you just tell the janitor that there's no guards? I mean... I mean, I'm, I'm sure he'll tell the right people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. I said mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, let, let's get out of here. Alrighty. Away. Hey, you guys want to go check out the lake? I heard it's really beautiful this time. Yeah, we can go drown some, uh, <laughs> some Vistani kids. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's do it. That sounds fun. 
Let's go kill the Mad Mage of my Baratok. <laughs> Alright, yeah, so I guess we're leaving Valaki. Yeah, so we'll head out the... We're closer to the east gate. We'll just wander on oh, we'll wander on out that way. And... I think we're closer to the north gate. Uh, oh, no, you're right. Yeah, we are closer to the north gate. So we'll, we'll head out to the lake and uh, crap, crack open some cold ones. Get the boys. Oh, it's really good. And then when the... The Super Tiger was all like, ah, oh man, it was just. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> just really couldn't have gone better. Yeah, it was pretty good, guys. Good job blowing up that tiger when it was done. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> didn't expect it to explode. I didn't that think way. it was going to explode, but <laughs> yeah. who knows? It's filled with <laughs> methane. <laughs> so now all I guess uh, we have to do is await further orders. He found I'm us sure last time. the boss will find us. Yeah. Until he then. was circling overhead as a giant raven. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe that was him as four, like, four ravens. <laughs> he was probably just one of them. That's pretty cool. When do you think we'll be able to turn into ravens? I'm sure very soon. I can already feel the higher vampireness <laughs> coursing <laughs> through my veins. No, I think I want to be an albatross. That kind of sounds cool. Mm, that's nice. I want to be um, a hummingbird. I think that's really scary. I want to be that an emu. Scary. They're very fast. Yeah. <laughs> Australia as can't you, beat uh, them. Nobody can. As you are sitting on the shores of the, the beautiful black still lake, um, Zerkak, you you wander right up to the shore, and looking into those still waters, you think you see a treasure chest. Oh, hey guys, I think there's a treasure chest in oh my, here. Oh my. I will. I will gingerly test the water with my foot. Yeah, is it stick in first. It is wet. Does it hurt? Okay. Um, I will take the five minutes or however long the rules say it, it takes to take off my armor, and then I will dive so, in. Hold on. Yeah, it's just running water that vampires can't. It's just running water. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you take your stuff off, and you can see that this chest is its pretty close to the surface. Hey guys, this chest is pretty close. I'm gonna go get it. Nice. Go for it. All right, and um, uh, I'm going to. So I'm gonna like tie up some rope uh, to a tree near the lake, and then dive with the the other end of the rope. Okay. I've got 50 feet, so hopefully that's enough. All right. Um, so you you dive in and you swim down, and you reach the end of the rope, and you think you're probably just a couple feet from it at this point. Okay, um, I'll, <laughs> now, I'll let go of the rope and see if I can make it to the chest. Walker and Sir Darren, you do not see this chest. Oh. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> mm. um, and you feel the rope. Like, as you're standing there, you watch him, and you see the rope slacken. Okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> hey, whatever, man. You know what the nice thing about being a vampire is? Now that he's that far down, he's, uh not in sunlight, and he is going to regenerate hit points. Yes, um, he'll be fine. Yeah, so I don't think he can really drown. <laughs> he'll just be in an eternal state of torment of never being able to drown. <laughs> Dude, that's fine, he can swim <laughs> up. Is... Just grab the rope. I'm not worried about him. If is captivated by this chest. If he stays down there for too much longer, I'll just swim down and tie my rope to the end and then try and grab him. <laughs> Perfect. So... Yeah, Zerkak, you, you must have misjudged it, because it seems like the chest is just a little farther in. I, I better keep going then. I mean, I'm sure I'm almost there. Uh, yes, the the low end top goblin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right, and, and yeah, uh, Walker and, and Sir Grazenby, 
You you just lost Zerkak at this point. You do not know where he is. I miss him already. Mm. I don't think the boss will care that much, but I kind of like him. <laughs> Walker cracks open another beer. So, so Darren, after after a couple moments, he he's like, uh, he takes off his armor and then he uh, he grabs onto the rope and uh, he's got his rope as well. So his plan is once he gets to the end of that rope, he's going to tie his rope to that rope, mm. um, and then uh, and then uh, see if holding on to the other end, right? So now he's got, you know, maybe well, an additional 45 feet of rope, essentially. Uh, see if he can find him and pull him back up. Okay. Um, make an int check, Zerkak. Ooh. That's a five? That's really good, yeah. Yeah, you are so close, just a little bit further. I'm like, I'm almost there. I'm, I'm almost there. Um, I'll get there in just a second. So... I've only been down here like what, thirty seconds? It's it's close. You, it's I mean, close. you just you know the water distorts distances. Yes. It's a little hard to tell. Sir Darren, yeah. um, you you eventually reach Zerkak, and you realize he's he's gone out pretty far. You are okay, now within I, arm's reach of him. I I try to like grab his yeah. belt or or something. And, um, and he is he's like just kind of swimming along the bottom. He keeps look like he he keeps reaching just a little bit further coming up with nothing and then reaching a little bit further coming up with nothing okay yeah so i'm i'm just gonna i'm gonna grab his foot or something and just kind of like shake my head and and motion for him to come back to the surface mm. i'll uh i'll kind of like look back at him and mime like you know we're, we're so close we're, we're almost there and i'll turn around and keep going <laughs> uh, i I, sh- I shake my head and i just point up and i'll go right there it's right there we're almost there <laughs> let's see what, what spells do I have? <laughs> uh, uh, I just I I grab onto him uh, with one hand, wrap my foot around uh, the rope, uh, and then with my other hand I cast darkness um, in the water so he can't see anything, uh, and then I just start pulling him uh, back up. Once I see the rope <laughs> is being like pulled, I start pulling her mind as well. Okay. Okay, so in in less than a minute, you're both fish out of the water. <gasps> What'd you do that for? I almost got it. Got what? There, there was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't see that chest? You idiot. I, I saw the that there was no chest. <laughs> and only now do you notice that in a simple canoe, uh, or a simple rowboat, I should say, um, there's a figure sitting on the lake. Uh, and Hey! They just stare at you ominously, and then they raise a hand to their mouth, and you can see that they're eating some kind of delicious-looking pastry. <laughs> oh my! We Fantastic. should we should row out to meet this gentleman. How, how far have we swam out? Like, is it closer to the shore or closer to that? Guy? Well, you're you're on, on, the back on the shore. You get fished out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could uh I could use some lunch. Let's go check them out. All right. Uh, hey, there's some boats over there. Let's take them. Uh, I I keep my armor off and I just I leave it by a tree. It's not even mine. It's the guard armor. So whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the same. Okay, oh, so you guys are like naked. Uh, I mean, I got I got some clothes. I got my drawers on. All right. So you get in the rowboat and you row out to him. And as you approach, you realize that this impossibly elegant figure is none other than Strad von Zarovich. Hey, boss. How are you? Eh, pretty good, I guess. Was, did you see the saber tooth tiger? That was that was pretty cool, right? I did, I did. How did you get the tiger in there? It, it turns out it was already there. We just needed to let it out. Mm. I think it might yeah, have been this, this... part of someone else's plan that they they were thinking along the same lines as us. Mm. Interesting. 
Did do you consider our mission successful? Uh yeah. Cool. You sound really excited about it. Yeah. Um no, I mean, you know, great great job or whatever. <laughs> Thanks, boss. I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> remember this when the year-end bonuses come around. I was, I was gonna say, <laughs> I, I play this game to get away from my work life, and this is <laughs> weirdly reminiscent. <laughs> well, oh yeah, that was a really good job. Uh, here's this other test. Did you like how I became captain of the guard? Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. I didn't see that coming. Nobody did. I didn't. So what's next? What's next, boss? Um, are we free now, or are you going to kill us, or... I forget the deal. <laughs> so... No, I... No, I'm not going to kill you. No. Um... <laughs> tell you what. Uh... And he just strokes his chin and says, man... You know, there's an area that has not been receiving a lot of my attention lately. Um... It's a hill. Far to the west. You'll know it when you see it. It's <laughs> oh, the same direction our other characters are going. Uh, well, you'll. I'm not going to spoil it. Go there, give it some attention. Is it the one southwest of the vineyard? It's the southwest of the vineyard. <laughs> Here, take a look at our map. <laughs> take a look at this map. Is. Do you think it's this one? Is this the one you're talking about? Take a look at this. Yes, yes it is, now that you mention it. All right. Sounds good. I, hills are cool. I, I like hills. Hey, can you teach us how to turn into a raven? That would help us get there. Raven? We can't turn into ravens. Oh, then what's with those big-ass ravens we see everywhere? He scratches his chin and says, you know, I, I actually don't know. Oh, crazy. I, we, I, we assumed, or at least I assumed that that was you. Yeah, so you know what? Um, Scratch the hill thing. Figure out the raven thing. Okay, I think we saw them flying west. Last mm -hmm. time. Yeah, sounds, yeah. sounds like we're going to go west. And the hill anyway. That was like a day and a half ago, though, at least. So mm. that's, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you're not a raven. I hate ravens. Yeah. It's my, my least favorite bird. Yeah. Well, yeah. So check all the ravens, I think. Probably a good place to start. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds easy enough. There can only be like maybe two or three in the whole place. <laughs> mm. I mean, this was like a big chunk of raven. Like, it was really big. Mm. Like... What do we say? <laughs> like, as big as a pigeon? Even bigger, maybe. Like a dove. Uh, and just like that, Strahd beaches his rowboat, swirls his cloak majestically, and turns into a wolf the size of a squirrel and bounds off oh into my the God. forest. Uh, we, cool. I, I want to be able to turn into a We turn on the outboard motor on our canoe and <laughs> jet around to the, uh, <laughs> the like western outlet of this lake. Uh, so we can start moving west. Mm. Okay. We did it. Hey, what happened to the cart? <laughs> what did we oh, ditch that thing? We ditched it I mean, before I'm... we went to that house in the woods, I think. Okay. Well, let's go find it. Here, horsey! <whistles> and the horse will majestically and terrifyingly crest through the woods and, and join us. What was your what was your horse's name again? I forget. <laughs> Shadow <laughs> Ghast. Shadow Ghast. Shadow Ghast. That was it. Yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Um, yeah, can, you, can you give me a good whistle? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try to do like the Gandalf whistle. Mm -hmm. It's just like, yeah, Mike's not picking up a bit of it. It, it doesn't come yeah, to the Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but it's just like that really like shrill yeah. whistle and then it's just kind of like it's like a warbling bird yeah whistle. you know i i am well it's just kind of like planning on watching all three extended editions tomorrow mm. that really is an all-day thing i know because i did it the other day yeah. it's uh so i i don't own a dvd player anymore and I don't know how to watch the extended edition. Like, do they are they streaming You can buy them somewhere? on iTunes. I have Is the Blu-rays, and I'm gonna watch them on my, on my PS5. Yeah, I gotcha. I gave them to you for Christmas, like what eight or nine years ago mm-hmm. now. I I I've done this before. I did a I've done all three in a day before. Nice. So I I've always said the special features. Oh, the sessions on wrapped those up. Discs, by the way, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the special features <laughs> on those discs are really really good. Uh, the yep. best one is Cameras of Middle Earth. Um, but it's they're like an hour long for each film, and basically the idea is it's it goes through like the sequence of the different like locations in Middle Earth that they go to, like throughout the the film, and then it just shows like, hey, how did we make that set? Where did we do it? And then just any funny things that happened when they were shooting there. It's very very funny. Um, it's definitely worth a watch. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna hit you with a teaser. Oh my god! I'm gonna hit you with a little next time on. Villain session. So after Strahd leaves, the rain has let up. Skies are a little more clear. You're standing on the shores of Lake Zarovich debating how the best way to approach this raven problem. uh, Or what the best method is for approaching this raven problem. And you see four ravens in formation flying low over the treetops. North from... or Flying south to north... From Velaki to the lake. And they fly pretty close to you um, and then head farther down the beach to the east. They're sweet. And uh, about a quarter of a mile away from you. Um, and then they bank sharply close to the shore. Uh, and um, all of a sudden, they dive straight down towards the beach. And in a flash... Uh, they change form. And who do you see standing there? Um, you see... Uh, let me see if I can find a picture. Casimir. <laughs> it's... Quick, everyone everyone, take a guess before you show It's the Baron. Um, <laughs> the Baron. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna guess... I mean, Isaac, we know he's got, like, beastie stuff going on, because he's got that arm. It's not very bird-like, but... Yeah, no, then I don't think that's right. I bet it's... It's not Esmeralda... We, we don't know anybody else who's here. <laughs> um, it's going to be Arena, whatever her name was. Arena Koyana. Koyana. Koyana, yeah. No. And her brother. It's, it's Gunther. Oh, that's the wrong image. Oh. Wrong <laughs> <laughs> oh, game. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little bit of doctor. For the audience... Voice. It, for the audience, it's someone <laughs> handing. What is it? It's they're handing KJU a uh, a silver AK forty seven or uh, AK seventy four S. That would be Kim Jong Un for people who don't know the acronym. <laughs> so yeah. the this this group of four lands and they strike a dramatic pose. <gasps> oh my oh, god! Wait. <laughs> it's, it's the park no. guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's Erwin. Yeah! And the fam. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yo, hell yeah. <laughs> Except we don't know who these guys are. The That's children true, are standing there. Both of the boys have a dagger in each hand. The wife has an enormous bow. And this 
striking bearded man uh, has a short sword in his right hand and an axe in his left hand. He looks at you. Yo, that's super Gives a cool. piercing gaze, crosses his arms, just looks badass as hell. And then... I, I wave. <laughs> he jumps up in the air, does a backflip, turns into a raven. <laughs> oh my god. And the whole family flies out. <laughs> okay. Which direction do they fly? Straight up. Oh, <laughs> they just disappear into the little clouds. Yeah, like, oh shit, we'll never yeah, find we And now the session's boom. over. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nice. So next time on Late Afternoon Gaming, are we... Uh, next time on Later Afternoon we... Gaming, uh, get ready to j- rejoin our regular heroes as they venture west into the unknown. First, we're going to uh, the Vistani camp. It's true. But, oh uh, right, where the, where you discover that that dark that elf is dead. <laughs> he, was, he was at the festival of the blazing sun and he died in the chaos. Oh, no. oh my! No. That's great. That's great. <laughs>